Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And the horn will sound here in Dallas. The Timberwolves rally from a 15-point deficit in the first half. They come back to lead by as many as 22 in the second half. And they win it 119 to 101. Are the Minnesota Timberwolves actually for real? Wolves Radio with the call. Good morning, Metroplex. This is Sean, RJ, and Bobby here on DFW Sports Station 105.3. The fam, 119-101 Wolves at the AAC. Nas Reed is the star of the game. Queensbridge is on. Scoring 27 points. He had 19 in the first half. No Kyrie. For the Mavericks, so the four-game winning streak is snapped, Bob. Yeah, what is it we said the other day? Like, if uh, if Grant Williams, Dante Exum, and Tim Hardaway are going to shoot 17 of 26 from three, you're probably going to win that game. Well, if Grant Williams, Derek Jones, and Tim Hardaway combine to go, like, two of 20 from yeah. three, you're going to lose that game. Yep. And that's exactly what happened there. It can't just all be the Luka show. You guys are going to have to contribute because – He's going to do what he can, but when he distributes the ball, you got to make shots, and okay. they did not do that last night. And that's that's the problem with role guys is there are oftentimes hit or miss. Tim, Hard- Tim Hardaway Jr. was minus 30 in this game. Is that good? Nope. It's pretty bad. Been having a good year. It's an L.A. Chargers performance from Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> Been having a good year. Rachel Nichols sat down oh, with – Oh, what happened to her? She's doing something here. Is it called headlines, I guess? Uh, but Rachel sat down with Luca and brought up the possibility of the Mavs not building a championship contender around him. Would you think about rolling out? There's been a lot of talk around you of if the Mavs don't seem like they're moving toward a championship, Luca's going to want to ask out. And frankly, this past offseason, we heard Giannis say that about himself. We've heard LeBron say that about himself in the past. How true is that for you? I'm not sure. I mean, I feel he'll, I feel great here. Uh, they drafted me. I felt like home since day one. So I'm really happy where I'm at. Where I'm at. I think we made some great moves this off season. But yeah, I'm happy here. Yeah, I I like that the answer, the first words out of his mouth from the question were, I'm not sure. Okay, well that that's comforting right there. I'm happy here. But man, he's uh. I'd love to know outside of, I mean, Derek Lively's been great. Derek Jones has been a nice contributor. I don't think I'd classify their offseason as some great moves. I, I wouldn't say it was that at all. Well, they re-signed Kyrie. That was good. That was a good move. It was. Okay. <laughs> okay we'll we see. don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we don't know yet. So, Bobby, it is until it ain't. Bobby, I totally agree with you and your Draymond Green take last night of what everyone is turning this into. Yeah, so the Warriors yesterday, the the headline from ESPN, Warriors focus on doing, quote, right things to help Green, not punishment. And Kevin Durant talked about, man, I really hope he he gets the help that he needs. Rudy Gobert last night said, I have empathy for him. (laughs) Everyone is turning this into a, he really needs to get the help that he needs. It's like turning into a job Morant, like therapy Session. They can't turn it into these targeting European players. We have got to uh, stop pretending uh, yeah. like Draymond Green is sick. What Draymond Green is is a jerk. That this is a mental issue. This is who he has been. He has always been a jerk. He is currently a jerk. He will always be a jerk. This is Draymond Green's entire personality. This is not an illness. This is you're dealing with just a jackass. That's what it is. Yeah, Steve Kerr was like, hopefully, you know, this is bigger than basketball. This is life. This is like down the road, making sure he can cope. And, and I'm like, whoa, we're taking this we're taking this into something a lot more serious. Think about think about if you just, and I know this is a danger. Everybody's always like, it's not a perfect comparison. But think about if you applied this in your own job. You had somebody who kept getting into physical altercations with people at work. Would you guys, would everybody there at the office say like, yeah, look, we just really got to get him the help. We just feel so bad for how sick he is that he keeps, you know, punching people and stepping on their abdomens. <laughs> 
or kicking him in the groin or Jeez. whatever. Put him in headlocks. And, and it's I mean, coddling. The NBA coddles people so much, and it's soft. It's you're not. I can't. I can't argue with you. I can't argue with you. But it's obvious, man. This guy's a lunatic. It's he. He is. A, he's a bully. He's a bully. He's, he's going bully. after guys he thinks won't fight back. He's going after European players. It's clear as day. It's clear are, as day. Are you buying this whole? We need to get him some serious help, and he's got these internal life problems, therapy issues. We, does Draymond Green need better help? <laughs> um. No, not necessarily. I mean, did we say that about Bill Lambeer? That Bill Lambeer needed to get help? No, well, Bill we Lambeer on the radio was just then. A, yeah. huh? Different times. We weren't on the radio then. Different times. Yeah. But, like, we, we didn't say Bill Lambeer needed help. We, we said Bill Lambeer is just an enforcer. Like, I would, I would, we, we have been dying for the NBA to get more physical, and now we're killing Draymond Green for being more physical and dirty. You well, know, like, it's a, it's a fine line, yeah. and he's passing that line. But we didn't have a problem when Bill Lambeer did this. I, it's just it's it's stupid. It's it's the way like they did not talk about our test in these terms. They didn't talk about Ron Artest right. twenty years ago about like we just need to put our I know, arms but around. What, and show both how much of you are not him. recognizing, acknowledging, understanding. One of the three, we're in a different mental health space now. We just are. Whether you think it's legitimate or not, we are. No, so yeah. now we have these conversations about you know someone needs a a, a, a mental day off. Uh, if we if Bill Lambeer was playing today or Ron Artest was playing today, we'd be talking about them in terms sure. of psychology, just like we did Ben Simmons. No, no, that's why I said 20 years ago. Like, I'm, I'm talking about it is the culture and it's the era that we live in, is that this is what the, not just the end. And, I, there, are, and there are people who needed, would have benefited from that discussion sure. that we have today back then. I don't know who, I'm not going to say who does and who doesn't, but there are obviously people you know, Ron Artest probably, I guess, could have maybe benefited. I don't mm-hmm. know. I can't. Sure. I don't want to speak to someone's mental health or not, but you know what I'm saying. There's no yeah. way of knowing. But on Draymond Green specifically, we have a long-standing history of just this yeah. is what he does. I'm not buying it. He's an a-hole. Yeah, that's what. It, that's mm-hmm. what. That's that's where I'm coming at with. It. I thought Ben Simmons uh, exaggerated some of that. I know it was insensitive to say at the time getting out of Philadelphia. I thought he exaggerated some of that to get. Out of Philadelphia, we had a conversation about using that as a weapon and how that minimizes the impact that people who have serious, serious issues talk about, um, how you kind of, you know, making it as an excuse. And I'm not buying this whatsoever. He's a freaking a-hole. It's part of his game. He's not going to change. So all this drama from Steve Kerr uh, and 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 the NBA brethren, I'm, I'm save it for someone else. Give it to someone else. Uh, R.J. Choppy, the Texas Rangers have a new pitcher and a, maybe a new health project. Uh, yeah, Tyler Malley. Uh, he is uh, coming off Tommy John, so he'll be ready at some point this year. Tommy John Rangers. It's a good point. I mean, it, it is, like, but that's... Tommy John Marlins. Tommy John Marlins, <laughs> That's what right? they are. <laughs> uh, so he had it, like, in May, so anytime around May, June, you can see him back. Maybe he gets it a little earlier, maybe a little bit later. Uh, but the expectation is probably you'll probably get a better version of him in 2025 than you might in 2024. There may be a little bit of you know getting back into the into the swing of things. If he can re- you know repeat what he did in 2021, they they've got themselves a really nice pitcher. Uh, if he does what he has done the rest of his career, it's you know a, a guy two year twenty million dollar twenty two million dollar contract, so eleven per year. Had Tommy John in May, should return this year, has another $5 million in performance bonuses. Yeah, I mean, why not? Uh, let's let's grab another one. Let's grab another hurt guy uh, for the pitching staff. They treat their pitching staff like an episode of Flip This House. Like, it's like, yeah. let's buy low wow. and uh, let's try and clean this thing up. They just... Uh, You're not it, trusting in Chris Young yet, yet like Will McClay? The no. guy, the guy came in and won a championship and a yeah, title. Yeah, they, but John Daniels player, Sean. They, they, <laughs> they, they won a title, but I mean, didn't we all kind of say they still along the way? Part of the miracle of it all was they kind of flubbed the pitching. Like they, the Degrom thing went south. They still are not developing minor leaguers very well. The bullpen was a disaster. Evaldi was good, and they went and got Evaldi's Scherzer, but good. Scherzer obviously went sideways a little bit. And Montgomery, he yeah. made that yeah. move. Yeah, wouldn't make those moves to to acquire him, but like that's the and now what is he doing? 
Now that he's he's played well, I'm like, wow, that's a lot of money. I don't know that I want to bring him back, though. Explain your Marlins comment. Because they're just broke. They're 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 wow. they are. It seems like they're just they're out here haggling, like like trying to knock off, like like they're haggling for a used car with all of these pitchers and all these players that they're approaching. Look, I don't want to sign Will Smith for five million dollars or Austin Hedges for four. That's not what I'm arguing for. It just seems very clearly like they are going to bargain shop this year and they're going to let guys walk away like Jordan Montgomery and Aroldis Chapman and and let those guys walk off. It's very similar to a Marlins purge, probably not that aggressive, maybe a little bit more like what the Mavericks did after they won and they just kind of said, ah, we don't really want to pay for anybody to come back. Meanwhile, the Dodgers trade for Tyler Glass now. Yeah. Working out a deal with the Rays on the day that Shohei is introduced in Dodger Blue. They they are not done, man. Those those Dodgers, they've got money to spend. Of course, Shohei deferred five billion dollars uh <laughs> till, you know, the year twenty eighty, so they have all this money to spend. And now they're gonna get Tyler Glass now, they're gonna have to pay him. Uh he's a really good pitcher when he's healthy. The Rays is what they do. And and they'll replace him with somebody, I'm sure, who's also six eight. Uh, who throws gas and is a great pitcher. You figure out another reason to uh, dislike Otani, the daily distan, uh, daily uh, Otani dislike? Yep, it's time for our, uh, boy, Mount Rushmore Divas. Mariah Carey, Madonna. Uh, I mean, I would say Otani, but I think Otani would demand that he have his own just mountain. <laughs> oh, he he doesn't want to be up there with anybody else. Uh, Awful Announcing had this article about one of the Dodgers beat writers, I guess, who uh, spoken to Andrew Marshan. And he had worked with he had been on the Angels beat for forever. And he was talking about how you you are just sort of hanging on this guy's like every move. He said a lot of covering the beat when Otani's on the team is working around Shohei Otani. And he says that he only talks in group settings. You can't just chat with him in the in the clubhouse or anything else. Interpreters gotta be there. Some days he would just decide he doesn't want to talk. And so the only thing they would get is Angels PR would have to go to the back get a couple quotes from him, and then come back out and relay them to him. And he said there were instances where that was just what they were going to get for several weeks was just public relations staff going to get that quote because this is what he does. He's a drama queen. He is an egomaniac, and he is now my least favorite player in sports <laughs> because he is just so damn full of himself. I, I wonder how that will work if with the Dodgers. I don't know that they will go down that road with him. Um, yes, they will. They just let him hire their GM for 10 years. They'll let well, him do whatever he wants. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. The, the, like Shohei Otani is bigger than the Angels. He's not bigger than the Dodgers. The Dodgers are bigger than Shohei. Tell that to Shohei. But what are you saying they're not going to let him do? Where like he dictates a six-man rotation. He... Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't believe the Dodgers are going to go down some of those I, I mean, all that stuff. All that stuff has already been, I would assume, predetermined. And whatever he wanted is what they're going to do. Again, I have no idea. Like you know, I mean, they they just gave us a strong idea. They gave him seventy a year and locked up the owner and the GM. Like they jump uh, when he says jump. Now the owner is the yeah, owner, right? Yeah, yeah. He's probably not going to want to sell. And you know, Andrew Friedman is one of the best baseball people in the sport. So it's not like they're locking up uh, John Hart right. for a decade. Yeah, you know, and. and I mean, like, okay. the Dodgers could have been like, okay, sure, we'll agree yeah. to that. Like, you're not making us do anything. The point is, I think a lot of people believe that Shohei will do what he wants he based might. upon Yeah, I mean, he might. I, I, I wonder, like, some of those things where his back channels, they don't care about what, how he talks to the media. I just, I, I keep saying, like, the thing I keep coming back to is if we just change the name, we, we take all these same actions, and we just change the name from Shohei Otani to LeBron James, we're crushing LeBron huge, for but all a, of it. A huge thing that you're also not factoring in uh, is him speaking English. He can get away with a lot more of this not talking, yeah. um, translator, one-on-one stuff because he's going to not speak English probably as long as possible, even though he's making $40 million a year in endorsements. Sure, and that's that. I think it's it makes it easy to be able to discount some of the other things that clearly have nothing to do with that. Like, don't ask him about his damn dog. Do not talk about him in the media. Do not do that. Like, the dog's name, by the way, we got yesterday, I believe. Decoy. I don't know what that means for the Dodgers. I know. Is it <laughs> decoy, like uh, me going back to the Angels? I don't know. But decoy. It's apparently... Couldn't ask him about that. That was just too too personal, too invasive for, for Shohei Otani. <laughs> Is he a spy? 
Did you see them running the military training in who, Dallas with the helicopters yes. whizzing by building? Who do you think it's easier to get close to, like a former president or Otani? Like, whose <laughs> Secret Service detail do you think is more intense? Do you think they're doing security <laughs> checks three weeks in advance to make sure nobody asks sensitive-ass Otani a question? <laughs> All right, uh, we got a very special guest. When we return, we got to dive inside the drama in Buffalo. What's going on with Stefan Diggs? How did the 9-11 analogy play out with Sean McDermott? Is Sean McDermott a bad game manager? What is the weather going to be? We preview Buffalo with Eric Wood, former Pro Bowl center, Bill's color man Eric Wood on the home of the Cowboys and our final Green Day ticket giveaway during the Expressway. Commercial free after this. After this team. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Please get ready to call. We're doing the giveaway early today. It's a Friday. You've been turning it on and leaving it on. We want to hook you up with our Green Day tickets. And Peyton will give you the cue in just a second. This is Sean, RJ, and Bobby. And this is the expert. You got a dandruff issue over there? No, it's uh, the, the my hoodie. Look at all the white, the the, the fuzz from the yeah. hoodie on the, uh, on the shirt. By the way, how sick were those hoodies we got yesterday? Very After cool. the show, Tolo Cedric sent his uh, team up here. How would you describe these these fan things? Uh, I don't know. They're they're like these. It's really difficult. I've never like seen anything like it to be honest. But they're they're very cool branded, like 105 through the fan on the hood in the back. Uh, they've got uh, our names on the back of them, like we're we're in a squad. Station colors. Yeah, it's got a uh, turn it on, leave it on on the the bottom of the jacket. They're very cool. Thank you, said. Uh, we'll tweet out the social media tags uh, to try to get you some more business from those who want the same thing. This is the Expressway. We are commercial-free for the next 40 minutes. Coming up in 10 minutes, Eric Wood. He is the Bills' uh, Babe Laufenberg. He is the radio analyst and former player, Pro Bowl Center. We will preview Buffalo coming up in 10 minutes. We're going to applaud RJ Choppy's newfound sobriety as well. Right after huh. this. All right, Tolos, that's right. Call at number 10 right now at 877-881-1053. Wins a pair of tickets to see Green Day in concert on September 11, 2024 at Globe Life Field in Arlington, courtesy of Live Nation. That's call at number 10 at 877-881-1053. Three months sober. Three months. Man. Oh, wait, you're supposed to applaud after it's actually done. Oh. Uh, this oh. was the sentence that Ralph James... Received yesterday after a visit to two doctors. Oh, the GI told me, stop drinking for three months. We need to see how that changes your health status of your heart, liver, all the things. Mm. And a related story, I will not be stopping drinking for three months. Uh, there is not a chance. Um, so what led to all this? So you- I, you know, I have my follow-ups. Uh, at because uh, you've had I, a- so I like long story short yeah I had um like a little bit of an enlarged spleen and a fatty liver um so I was like I try to figure out what happened why what's going on here so I go through all these things and then I went to a cardiologist because I'm getting old I'm 44 years old sure. by the Damn. way they told me at the GI that next year we're gonna set you up for your colonoscopy yeah. I was a lot happier about that than most people would be. <laughs> uh, I bet you were. Yeah. We're supposed to do it at 40, right? 
Well, they say 45 now. Uh, oh, good. Whatever. Cool. I'm gonna. You could also do it in a box and send it in. Yeah, like Dak. Dak uh, had talked about that. Yeah. That Go in a box. Poop in a box and you mail it out. And here I am wondering if I can send back my Amazon shark cleaner <laughs> in a box. And apparently I can put that in a box. Or you can go and be, uh, you know. What's in the box? You know, uh, butt up in the air and, and get uh, spelunked for, uh, <laughs> you know, 30 minutes or so, however long that thing takes. They put you out, though. So you get a little nap out of it. But, you know, the uh, cardiologist is like, um, he's put me on heart blood pressure medicine. I got one of those little blood pressure things and my... Um, blood pressure is very, very high. Very, very high. It's like in the 140s, over 90s, or sometimes over the 100s. What's truly amazing about that is every time I've had a doctor's appointment after the show, um, they're, they're like, it's normal, but if anything, we're expecting it to be lower because you've been up, you're more tired, you're ready for a nap. Choppy yesterday in here was dancing in every single commercial break. He had his patented dance, like your motorcycle thing that you do. What is this dance that you do? Like where you do a motorcycle turn on at the end with your hand. I'm talking to you. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what dance that is. I don't know that I've ever thought I did a motorcycle, but maybe I do. You stand up and you put your arms out and do, do this. Oh, type of dance. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just feeling myself. Yeah, so just feeling I mean, yesterday I was like, you're in a good mood. I mean, he's so freaking wired. I asked you before if you're doing coke. Uh, <laughs> not doing coke. Adderall. Nope, not doing uh, Adderall. Coca-Cola children. Like, every time I've had a doctor's appointment after the show, my blood pressure has never been high because my my body is, like, tired, weary, been yeah. up since 4 o'clock, but back to you. I, uh, I mine is always what was, what was the number? Oh, oh yeah. it was, like, 150, 145 over 101 yesterday, and I have it at home, and I take, I, 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 I track it. Um, so it's, it's just high. So they're gonna put me on blood so you, pressure. Medicine. You went to two doctors. Yeah. And then right after that, it's in the same complex. I went next door and I went to a GI and this is a follow-up for that. They had all my labs. They go, your labs look good. Um, but we need to figure out why your liver was fatty. She goes, there's, oh, by the way, he said that the cardiologist did say, cause I, I have, uh, I was in AFib, which my heart is like, just, it doesn't beat. In a normal way, it's all—it's very scattered. But my heart rate's low, so I'm not like at a high risk, right? So my, I, have a, I have a low heart rate. And he said, "There's three, like, there's a few main factors that get you into AFib, like high caffeine, a lot of alcohol, and sleep apnea will cause all these heart, blood pressures to rise and all that stuff." I have all three. Have you been drinking coffee? There we are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm drinking double shots. Uh, like in the morning, I have like oh. my K cups are doubles. They're like two times the caffeine. Why? I, I, I you're too I, hyper. I just told you just drink the regular regular amount. Uh, you know, because Tolo Sydney gave me a uh, sweet uh, the, the Cheryl. Yeah, he gave me a ton of the um, the the that kind of coffee, the double shots. Yeah, so I'm just I've to had that them. with Amanda. It, I can't drink it. It tastes awful. It's like way too much. What is that? Uh, huh. What is that Panera thing that people are suing over? Oh my God, the, uh, the supercharged, the charged lemonade charged or whatever. Lemonade. People are apparently dropping dead from it. They're it's saying it's got like 400 gram milligrams of caffeine. A cup of coffee's got like 90. How, how many cups of coffee do you have a day? Um, I don't know, four. And you take pre-workout? I'm guessing at some. No, point. I don't. Like a pre-workout I don't take guy. any. Is that the only thing? Still, that's 400 milligrams of caffeine. That's right at the limit of what they recommend. But if you're taking doubles, you might be over 400 milligrams of yeah. caffeine. So that's that. The GI is like, all right. You, we, generally, fatty liver is alcohol. diet alcohol. Uh, I eat a lot of fish, and we will splurge like on a weekend or whatever. Um, but you know, we we, we drink we we drink alcohol. Um, you know, more than we should. Now they're 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 lunatics. They say two a week now. Like nobody's having two drinks a week. I have two drinks a drink, not two <laughs> drinks a week. Uh, so like that's nobody's having two drinks a week. Uh, that's a, that's a regular drinker. Um, so they said three months. She goes three months, and we are gonna go and uh, and try this out. Now we're gonna try it out as much as we can. Okay. So so what did your fiance say when you told her this news? Uh, while she works for uh, Mr. Bennett Glazer, one of oh. the biggest alcohol distributors in the entire world. Immediate depression set in for her because we we, we enjoy having drinks together. 
It's one of the things we really like to do. Yeah. Uh, we, don't, we don't get hammered, but we just enjoy sitting down, having a glass of a bottle of wine or mm. a couple of, uh, you know, a bucket yeah. of glass of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Bucket. Bucket. <laughs> Son of bucket. So I was like, look, I'm not going to go cold turkey for three months. I was drinking at Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve and at the Cowboy game when we go to it. And then in Vegas when we go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, and then I go back at the end of March. So, like, I'll really have, like, I'll have almost three months without it. Like, I'll drink. But you just said that you all were going to try it. I'm going to try it. Yeah. I'm going to try to do as much as I can. And she's going to try it with you? Uh, I No, I didn't say that. Yeah. I, I don't know if she is or not. I, now, the good news is I will shed weight. If you don't drink for three months, you are going to shed weight. Right. Which is great. I need to. What? I'll <sighs> join you. I'll join you in solidarity after this Sunday. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard you need to back it down a little bit. Says who? The Tolos? No, more important people. More important people. A little bit concerned. Uh, so Saturday, I obviously go to the concert. Got a drink there. Yeah, and then Sunday, Lee Bryce. Lee Bryce gonna go see Lee Bryce. And then Sunday, it's Buffalo. I'm gonna go watch the Bills game at uh, Underdogs in Flower Mound, and I'm gonna try and get listeners out there. And I'm gonna drink with them there. You want me to move on to another topic that's fun and lighthearted, or you want me to give you you want me to give you the real, like the real, real for your life? Oh, uh, let's go with the real, real. I mean, you, I've, you, I've, I've already just you want the real, ad- real. Admitted that I have to stop drinking. So you, you want I mean, the real, real, or I'll move depressing. on. I'll move on before we get to Eric Wood. You want it? Yeah. Okay. The following three months is going to determine your marriage. Oh. Woo! Wow. That's going to determine. We're not married yet. I know. It's going to determine determine whether it happens or not. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys love to party like that. Now, in my opinion, this all comes down to Sarah. Hmm. You, I've seen you go through 14 different personalities. I have a lot of them. In 12 years. If Sarah said, honey, I love you. I want you to be around. I want to marry you. I am not going to drink. I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go to, go cold turkey along with Bobby with you. Me knowing you, RJ Choppy, you could do it. You, oh, could, you, could, yeah. you could definitely do it. Uh, two years ago, three years ago, you were like not drinking at all. You gave up smoking. Yeah. You you go through phases, and you're capable of going through phases. I, I could do this. I have a worry and a concern. I don't know if Sarah's gonna let. You're not gonna not drink for three months. Now this is like your second or third warning from the doctor. I know. And you've ignored and avoided. And I know how also how serious you take medical advice. I do. You're a hypochondriac like Bobby. So I know deep down, I feel like in your core. You're a little bit worried about this, and you would like to adhere to the to the doctor's advice. I don't know whether your lifestyle is going to 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 follow it, but Sarah, if you're listening, help my boy out. Can I just stop for a month or two? Stop for a month or two along with him, like the loving, supportive fiance. Because if you try to do this for a month or two, and she wants to keep partying, I don't. I don't, I don't have a great feeling about that. I, the clashing of lifestyle. Can I just switch to ayahuasca or something? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just do edibles? I could do that. So th- that, that's what I tell my uh, brother. My brother those had, are illegal, Sean. My, my brother had a liver issue, and a lot of this is genetics. Right? I should have gotten my dad on the phone here for this 15 minutes as a cardiologist to call in. Bobby, you would have been dying over his accent. Um, <laughs> but a lot of this is, is really a, a, a genetic lottery. Like... I eat worse than choppy. I used to party just as much, if not more. I am lucky I got my mom's jeans. My brother got screwed. He got more of my dad's jeans. So he got the bad liver. And I'm like, just smoke. Just do edibles. You can still, you know, have fun. And to those of you who are sober, props to you got the strongest willpower of all. I'm like, just take an edible or two, man. Uh, you, You can still have fun. You have a blast, you know. Both of you just do that if that's your thing. If you're willing to do that, and you and you do that for two or three months, it's it's an easy swap. I, 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 I can it's easily an easy do that. swap. I could easily do that. But you got she got legal though. But I, she, I don't I don't I don't break the law. Okay, well uh, she's got to be on board with it though. She's got to be on board with it and support you with it. 
That's 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 this could be a fiance her, test. I, I could get her on board with that. You no can't problem. get her on board. She wears the pants. She's gonna decide I what to do. I could get her on board with that with that plan. Okay. I get her on board with that. So plan. just no drink, no drinking for a month, and 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 do whatever else make you happy, and then apply it to the second month. You can do. I know you can do it. I know. Yeah, you, I don't want to go to Vegas and not drink. Right. We're starting Monday. I'm starting Monday with you. I got to get through the weekend, but I'm starting Monday with you. You want the real real, too? Oh, God. You want it? No. (laughs) Good. We don't have time. We bring in Eric. (laughs) Sorry, Chop. I just had to to tell you. I I, I had to tell you. I'm trying to look out for you. I know you can do it. You have strong willpower when you want. When you want, you can do it. Sarah, guide him through it. All right. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Eric Woods, like, what the hell did I sign up for? He is the former Pro Bowl center. He is the color analyst for the Buffalo Bills, joining us on the home of America's team here on Sean and RJ, 105.3 The Fan. Good morning, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great. What are you guys discussing? You going, like, uh, sober January or something? Uh, yeah, your cardiologist saying three months, don't drink, fatty liver, fatty spleen, blood pressure machine. You got any of that going on in your life? I hope not. Uh, I haven't got that. I haven't got that news. And uh, yeah, with. uh, Well, it sounds like uh, you're avoiding the doctor like I do. I just avoid it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then no news is good news. Um, What what type of heart rate and medical condition are Bills fans in this season? If, If you could if you could just quickly recap the up and down ride of the Buffalo Bills year so far, it would sound like what? Yeah, what a segue that was. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's a very disappointing start. Obviously, you lose that opener to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers goes out of the game three plays in, and you drop that one to Zach Wilson. And then they got on a roll, and then injuries really crushed the defense. The offense wasn't playing well enough. Then we fired the offensive coordinator and Ken Dorsey these last three weeks. This offense has been rolling under Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator. And you know, it's been a, a disappointing season sitting here with a seven and six record and really you lose four games at the very end and you know, there's some there's some luck involved there, but you, you also put yourself in those position against some pretty crappy teams. And so all that being said, the Bills are, are fighting for their playoff chances, but I think Bills fans as well as people around the NFL are thinking if the Bills are able to get in uh, to the dance, they have as good a shot as anyone to win it all. Eric, how's the culture? Like, you're around the team, you cover the team, you go into that locker room, you've been in locker rooms. Does it feel like it's all good? Are, are we at a breaking point here with Sean McDermott, Stephon Diggs, and all the drama that we hear about outside of New York? Like, how would you describe the team culture, especially after what they just went through with this 9-11 story? Yeah, I honestly think they're as close as they've ever been because of it. You know, that happened four years ago. Sean apologized before they even went to practice that day. Obviously, something he regretted saying, and it didn't come out like he meant it or intended. And so he apologized before the start of practice, and then it gets squashed. And four years later, uh, you interview 25 former players and coaches who have all been dismissed by this head coach and regime, current regime, and you, you you get it brought up four years later amongst a bunch of other things. So I feel like, you know, especially over this past week, this team has come even closer than they've ever been. And all the messaging is around, we have our head coaches back. I played under Sean McDermott. I'm friends with Sean McDermott. Well, he is a good man. He's a high character man. And those guys uh, are are willing and, and, and doing all they can to stand up for him. Eric, what, what kind of year is Josh Allen having? I'll tell you what, he's having a great year. 
And, you know, everyone wants to talk about the interceptions, but he leads the league in total touchdowns. Um, and he's played some really good ball this season. There has been some turnovers, but not all turnovers are created equal. I mean, Josh is not a, he's not worried necessarily about his stats after the game. He's about getting the win. And so you have a few, or you have two Hail Mary balls that get intercepted. You know, if it's third and 19, Josh is going to take a shot down the field. And if it's one-on-one coverage and the guy makes the play, it's essentially a punt. There's a lot of quarterbacks in the league that won't take those chances because they're worried about job security and touchdown to interception ratio and what that looks like for their future. Josh, he's, he's not necessarily concerned about those things. He knows his standing in Buffalo is secure. And so he's going to give his guys a chance down the field at times that costs him. And I'm not saying uh, that Josh has not made mistakes this year, but I'll tell you this, Dan Orlovsky said it earlier this week, and I agree with him. If the bills are able to get this win and Josh plays well, you know, it's one, two with Dak for the MVP race. When you've heard all these talking heads all year, all they're focused on is that since Josh has entered the league in 2019, he's led the league in turnovers. Well, he also leads uh, the NFL in touchdowns over that time and behind the chiefs uh, and Patrick Mahomes has the second highest win percentage for any starting quarterback. Eric, do they put too much on his plate offensively? That's what I've always felt in watching him. He's a freak. He's a beast. I've always loved him. Um, but do they put too much on his plate? What's the status of the run game and, and the other weapons? Yeah, I'll say this. At, at times, they may have in the past, and some of that's based upon the talent that was around Josh. They needed him to. Uh, but when you look at what they put around him now, and especially with James Cook emerging at running back, they drafted him in the second year, uh, in the second round out of Georgia last year. He's third in the NFL in yards from scrimmage, and he is rushing the ball really well. So you add in that run game, and for a majority of this season, they didn't put a ton on Josh's plate in the run game. These last few weeks, he has added that element back into his game of running the football because at this point, especially when you got your backs against the wall, you, you, you put the ball in the hands of your best players. And, um, and at this point, that's going to be Josh Allen. So has that been the Joe Brady offensive coordinator difference versus Ken Dorsey? Yeah, but I don't want to put that all on Ken Dorsey. I think some of it comes from Sean McDermott, people in the organization that say over time we want to see Josh run the ball less and less except for in critical situations. And now that the season's on the line, every game becomes full of critical situations. And, you know, I'd say some of that's Ken Dorsey, and he got the witness, you know, all the shots that Cam Newton took in Carolina as his quarterback coach down there. So I think that impacted some of the lack of usage of Josh in the run game, especially early on in this season. Uh, but, you know, at this point, especially down in the red zone, expect to see Josh Allen carrying the football. We're talking with Buffalo Bills radio color analyst Eric Wood, former Bills center as well. Eric, you know, when we look at it and we talked to Mike McCarthy just about an hour ago and had asked him, you know, it looks to us like this is a team that's a lot better than a 7-6 and six record. And and McCarthy agreed, said when you look at it, they're they're really good. What is the reason for being seven and six? Is it just, you know, does it come down to little details and close games? Uh, it comes down to that. And then this defense has been depleted by injuries. I mean, when you look around this defense, probably the best player on their whole defense, Matt Milano, he's out for the season. Daquan Jones uh, was playing really well at nose guard, um, had one of the highest pass rush rate win rates for all defensive tackles. He tears his peck over in London. Tredavious White, former All-Pro cornerback, he's out for the season with an Achilles. And then it's just been a rash of other injuries. Micah Hyde, their uh, Pro Bowl safety, has been in and out of the lineup. And first-round draft pick last year, Kyrie Elam, the corner, he tears a ligament in his foot in training camp. It's just been so many injuries on the defensive side of the football. Oh, and your highest-paid player on the defense uh, still hasn't recovered from his ACL injury last year in Bond Miller. And mm. so because of that, other guys have had to step up. But that's a big reason why uh, the Bills are sitting there with six losses on the season. So, Eric, what is the current strength and weakness of that defense right now? The strength is, is still the pass rush. I, I mentioned Bond Miller not being back to full strength, and the Bills are going to be without likely without A.J. Epinesa this weekend, another one of their defensive ends. But they've really been able to get after the passer this year, uh, second in the NFL in sacks. And because they've been able to put pressure on the other team's uh, quarterback, then they've been able to force them into mistakes that time. And 
even if Micah Hyde can't go this weekend, uh, their secondary's been been really has done a really nice job this year, especially after they picked up Rasul Douglas at the trade line from Green Bay. Eric Wood joining us on the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline from Buffalo here on Sean and RJ. Oh, what is what is what is the deal with Stephon Diggs? Um, I'm not sure what the drama <laughs> in the spring was. We were never uh, been given that information. All we were told is everything was fine. And you know, Stephon Diggs is a hardcore competitor, and I believe the the noise from outside the building is more than the noise inside the building. If that makes sense, I mean. By all indications, Josh and Stefan are still good buddies. And even though there was a bunch of drama around that, Stefan Diggs, you know, he's he, he may throw his helmet on the sideline. He may break a tablet, but that's not a reaction to anyone else. That's his own frustrations. And, I mean, thank God throughout my time playing in the NFL that, one, we weren't on national TV that much. And <laughs> I, was, I was an offensive lineman because they could have probably shown – uh, me doing similar things on the sideline. Erica, this week, Dan Quinn said he wouldn't ask Trayvon Diggs. He wouldn't put Trayvon Diggs in the position of of giving the inside scoop or, or having to give intel on his brother. Is that a common thing in, in NFL circles? Like, have you ever run into that where it's like, well, we're not going to ask this guy to, to give us the scoop on his family member? I haven't been around a situation like that. Um, you know, it's pretty common in the NFL that, you know, whenever you're playing a team, whether it's a coach or a player that was under that coaching staff and not even necessarily play for that team, but maybe with that coaching staff or maybe play with certain guys that you'll pick their brain. Ultimately, the film's going to tell you most of what you need to know anyways. Um, but um, and then if you were under a certain coaching staff, you might be able to get some of their terminology that you might hear throughout the game, whether it's defensive calls, offensive calls that you hear at the line of scrimmage. Uh, but you know, as far as what Trayvon would be able to give up uh, information-wise on his brother, I, I don't know that there would be anything that you wouldn't be able to see on film. We all think we're professional game managers. We uh, play Madden, and we have all these <laughs> analytics and all the numbers. Uh, we've criticized Mike McCarthy, Jason Garrett mm-hmm. here, and now Sean McDermott kind of gets killed for it nationally. How would you grade Sean McDermott as a game manager? Um, you know, he's a first time head coach. And when you look at his record, zero and six in overtime, it's easy to critique, especially some of his conservative decisions. And I feel like over time he's gotten more aggressive and, you know, we saw it in Kansas city with some late game decisions last week. And so, um, you know, I, I don't want to simply say that, uh, Sean isn't good in those situations. I, I think it's as much on the players in those situations as it is on the coaches. And for what Sean McDermott has done in taking uh, an organization that I played in, we were in the, the longest playoff drought in all of pro sports and no stability within the organization. And over these last seven years under Sean McDermott, in the playoffs virtually every year, break that playoff drought my final year in 2017 with a team that everyone thought was tanking and the culture that he's created up in Buffalo, uh, to me, he's done a phenomenal job. Do you think most coaches are generally bad at game management, clock management? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. And, and I'll say this. Um, I would say some coaches probably look a lot smarter than they truly are by guys making plays when they're ultra aggressive. And then, if you're a head coach and you make too conservative of, of a decision, then that's all going to come back on you because maybe you didn't allow your guys the opportunity to, to go try and win it or make the play. And so um, I, I think similar to quarterbacks in those late game situations, unless it's a, a truly an egregious mistake by the coach, they probably get too much blame or credit in the players in those situations. When you turn on the film, probably, um, were the ones at fault. Eric, give us your perspective on what you've seen from the Cowboys on tape and getting ready for this game. Man, they're really good. They they truly are. They they have they have star power all over the field offensively. Uh, I've been a fan of that offensive line for a long time. I think they do a great job, and I think they've added some nice pieces. Um, you know, uh, along that front, especially Tyler Smith at left guard. Um, C.D. Lamb's been great this year. Tony Pollard. Um, has been on my fantasy team and 
I, I hope for a touch more production from him, but he's good for some catches each week. But I'll say this, Dak Prescott, the year he's having uh, is absolutely incredible. And I have a ton of respect. I mean, the Cowboys are probably the most talked about team in the entire league each and every season. Um, and the way he's handled that quarterback position since he's taken over um, and the maturity he has and to be peaking at this point of his career is, is extremely impressive to me. He's having an awesome season. Defensively, Micah Parson obviously stands out. I've, I've thought for years that Demarcus Lawrence is one of the best defensive linemen in all of football. Secondary's played great this year, despite, despite Trevon Diggs uh, being out for the season. Stephon Gilmore is a former teammate of mine. I love that dude to death um, and have always had a ton of respect for him. And then I'll tell you what, when you turn on the film, that Marquise Bell, you know, to be you know, he's listed at 205 um, on my sheet. I think people have said he's 210 pounds. But what he does, that he's kind of a chess piece for Dan Quinn to use, and he's great in coverage, and he's not ultra light in the run game either. Like, he makes plays in the run game. So uh, there's kind of an assessment on uh, all the levels of both offense and defense. Oh, yeah, and then you have a rookie kicker who hasn't missed yet this year. So, uh, and, and you say all that, and that's, that's why the Cowboys – are sitting there at 10 and 3 on the season. And that leads me to another segue. I did a segue. You did a segue. Very well done. Eric Wood, Bills analyst here on The Fan. What's the weather looking like for Sunday out there? Yes, uh, pretty balmy, high 40s, and uh, forecasting for some rain. We'll see if it happens or not. But, um, you know, when you look at this Dallas team, um, I'm not saying they can't play well in the elements, but when they've left Cowboy Stadium, that's when they've had three of their losses. And the offensive production goes from 40 points a game to, I believe, 24 points a game on the road. So uh, maybe the Bills can catch an advantage there. I, I don't know how much you saw of the uh, Raiders-Chargers game, but it appears that that L.A. has completely uh, quit on Brandon Staley. Have you been a part of a team that just completely quit on the coach? Um, it may have looked like we quit as bad as we played at times. I did have two interim coaches uh, throughout my time. We did have two midseason fires, but uh, there wasn't a situation where we necessarily quit on them. We just we weren't very good at the time, honestly. Um, but no, we didn't quit on them. Um, I will say this: you know, when you're in a situation where LA's at right now, where you get your quarterback hurt and everything's kind of reeling, and the game starts going bad. You know, sometimes it can stockpile, it can just steamroll you um, in those situations. And you saw it last night against the Raiders. Is that something he can recover from, or is that just done? No, I'd say he's probably done. I mean, just it, it seemed like this was kind of a make or break year for Staley, anyways. And, you know, you have Herbert so young in his career, and you don't want to waste what you got in him. And I would say that there's there's probably a decision coming here soon. When you have that that Thursday after that Thursday night game, that's kind of that that sweet spot for organizations to say, "Hey, if we move on from someone now, yeah, you know, we have a little bit more time to transition." And it wouldn't surprise the Bills play in L.A. next week against the Chargers. It wouldn't surprise me to see them have a new head coach. I'm just hoping they don't get that one game bump that you see many teams get. You know, yes. kind of the Jeff Saturday Colts last year, the Antonio Pierce. I guess I'm just hoping they don't hire a former player with no head coaching experience and <laughs> rally the troops and get them to do something crazy next week. Eric, this was fantastic, man. Uh, we really appreciate the time. Have a fantastic call and keep killing it. No, I appreciate that, guys. My pleasure. Eric, have a good weekend. Good job, Bobby. Uh, Choppy got Lee Bryce. Bobby said Eric Wood would be fantastic, and he was former Pro Bowl center color analyst for the Buffalo Bills. Truckwreck.com text line for your predictions this is the most split that the show has been in making a Cowboys pick in some time. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. I can still just never get a clear answer on the Stefan Diggs thing. It, dri- it drives me insane. <laughs> it drives me crazy. We're going on two years now, and I still don't know. I've heard that he's got a problem with McDermott. Then you have obviously you hear it's the touches, and then it's with Josh Allen. I don't know what it is. We, we don't have an answer. It drives me crazy when stories like this get... Zero resolution. We don't get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I mean, it clearly is just something they don't want to talk about around that team. Like, they didn't give us consistency at the time. 
I, I feel like people there have to know and they're just not talking. Which is good. But it, it may be a, as simple of a fact as just like, no, those two people know and they didn't really make it clear to anyone else. And so the, everybody there is also in the dark. All right. Let's make the official picks. Are the Cowboys going to finally get cooled off in Buffalo? And how RJ Choppy nailed the Dallas Mavericks. Looks like he nailed the Dallas Mavericks new home with the resort and the casino next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.